0: She's Julie Roxanne.
1: And he's Alistair. And And this
0: this is is Far Out, Out, a podcast about stepping off the beaten path and learning to live from our center.
1: Not necessarily naturism does that make any sense yeah
0: these are all nuances that went way beyond me when you asked me hey do you want to be naked with your mother-in-law for (laughs) two days and let's camp next to each other
1: Came back to my mom and I told her like yeah I don't think this is gonna work out because I' feeling pretty uncomfortable about the idea of like going with you and just being naked with you and being naked in general and she was like oh I didn't consider that <laughs> simple
0: We saw one Brit, which was amazing, and then we found out that he was with a French woman, and this made a lot of sense, because I was the one American with a French woman.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And
0: I turn around to walk out, as you would when you're done going to the bathroom, just normally, and I open the door, and like, I'm leaning forward. (laughs) I'm about to walk out, and then my brain's like, what are you doing, buddy? And all of a sudden, like instinctually, I close the door and lock it. <laughs> Talking to your mom. I'm making eye contact with your mom and out of my peripherals, I can see my penis. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> <You know? laughs> It's my favorite moment of the podcast.
1: Tell me, tell me, tell me.
0: We got a new review.
1: Yeah! <laughs> oh, that feels really good. Yeah,
0: that's how it really feels, actually, uh, too. Is- what Julia Roxanne's reaction right there. <laughs> we usually scream, and it's exciting. And so so uh, here it is. It's from Garfie, baby, with an exclamation mark. Uh, Garfie has also emailed us. Yes. His name is Gareth, oh. and he's a pretty cool cat. Uh, and here's what he has to say. The title is addictive, (sighs) Uh, he gave us five stars. Thank you very much. Thank you. And he says this. Love, love, love it. Finally, I look forward to my long commutes to work. Very interesting topics, which have me hooked from start to finish. These two crazy cats have awesome energy and bounce effortlessly off each other. Keep up the amazing work, guys. You make me want to live a different slash better life. What else can I say but, toodles, smiley face. I love that people
1: are using them. I love it. I love it. I love everything about it. Gareth, I loved your email to us and I love this this review. I just thank you so much for being here and for taking the time to leave a review. It's
0: such a reward to connect to people outside the podcast. For example, Gareth is someone we didn't know yeah. uh, until he reached out to us. And I think one thing that, that comes out from this that I want to highlight because it kind of really resonates with me is... Uh, you make me want to live a different slash better life. Agree. And I think that's that sometimes you know how like feedback and people's reactions to your work actually highlights your work better than you could have. And I think that's kind of what we're trying to do here is just give an example of a way we're trying to live. And hopefully it'll inspire you to think differently about the way you're living. Um, so it's thanks so much, Gareth. It was, it's really cool to hear from you.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Well, hello, beautiful listener, and welcome to a brand new episode of Far Out Podcast.
0: Welcome. It's good to have you here.
1: It's great to have you here. How are you doing? I hope you're doing all right, that you're happy and healthy. Yeah. We love you. I just, I feel really, I feel a lot of love for our listeners today. So it's just, it's got to come through. What's been up? What are we talking about today?
0: today we're talking about being naked with your mom. <laughs> that's what we're talking about.
1: With my mom and your mother in law, is that what you mean? Yeah. 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 Your oh. mom,
0: my mother in law. Being naked with your mother in law. That's That's what we're talking about.
1: Yeah, that's what we're talking about. Let's I guess. just get into it. Let's just get... <laughs>
0: Good morning, good morning, good morning.
1: Good morning, Alistair. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Hi, everyone, wherever you are. Yes,
0: and welcome to the Far Out
1: Podcast.
0: (laughs) Your smooth listening hour. (laughs) Caressing your earbuds like it was
1: 1999.
0: (laughs) With the smooth sounds of Alistair and Julie Roxanne. And Tony on bass. Enjoy, guys. <laughs> I don't know what that was.
1: I don't know either. Ooh, how are we today? What's happening? What's, what's cracking?
0: Well, we just got back from a nudist camp uh, with your mother.
1: Uh,
0: <laughs> but let's back up a little bit.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's back up. Let's yes.
0: back up a little bit. Because this all started... With a innocent, casual question, <laughs> this should have been anything but innocent and casual. What was that question, really, Roxanne? Do you remember?
1: Yeah, I think I just asked you if, like, on the way to the southeast, you wanted to take a two-day vacation in a nudist camp to, with me and my mom. <sighs>
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> so we were on our we we were going to celebrate your brother's tenth anniversary, wedding anniversary. Yes. And you just asked nonchalantly as like, almost as if you're asking like, Hey, do you want to go? Like, there's a cool, interesting park or there's a movie playing. You want to go <laughs> see this movie? And you just asked like, Hey, do you want to go to a nudist camp for two days and, and with my mom? It's, Like totally normal. Like she didn't even have an ounce of like fool, like uh, of tricksterish or like it wasn't a joke at all. And I'm on the other side of this. Just like, do you even understand? <laughs> What you're asking? Do you, like, you did it. And that was the craziest part about it. It wasn't even that you asked. It was that you just asked so normal as if, like, that wasn't going to be a big deal. Seriously.
1: I, I just, I didn't, I, I didn't think it was going to be that big a deal. I mean.
0: To go to a nudist camp. First off, first off, as an American. I don't know how many Americans go to nudist camps. But I sure as hell don't. And, and to go to a nudist camp is one thing. Like, I'd consider that with you. I, that's, that's, that's already pretty hard. That's already probably pushing it for most most of our audience, I'm going to guess. Maybe not. I mean, they are interesting and kind of weird people if they listen to us, so maybe not. Yeah. But And then, to suggest on my first time that we should go with your mom. We just got married two months ago, and now I'm being asked to go be naked at a nudist camp for the first time in my life? With your mom?
1: Actually, we've been married four months now. Uh, just- okay.
0: <laughs> Time goes by so fast with you, Julie Roxanne.
1: I know, there's exciting adventures every corner, left and yeah, right. Yeah, like going
0: to a nudist camp yeah, with your mother-in-law. Yeah, with my
1: mom. I don't- <laughs> a little backstory, maybe, for, for because if you're like... Hang just- on, hang on.
0: Isn't this just the most European thing you've ever heard? The- I, I don't even know if it is. <laughs> Julie Roxanne tries to convince me that this isn't. Maybe it's a French thing. I don't know, but she keeps telling me that like, Oh no, most people aren't like this even here. But to me, it's just like only in Europe would that question even come up in America. That question is nonsensical. (laughs) No, that's the answer. (laughs) What the hell are you asking me for? You crazy bastard. That's the answer. It's absurd. Even that you just asked me, like, blew my mind. It's like, I have to answer this? I am now put in the situation where I have to answer this? And you're, you're not even smiling or laughing. You're waiting for a response.
1: I was, pl- I was trying to plan my month, you know? I was trying to plan my next couple of weeks.
0: It's just I, it's so mind-blowing. And I just had, in my mind, I was like, this must be this is so European. Just the fact that you brought it up, there, like in America, perhaps like I don't know, maybe, maybe you're into the newest thing or whatnot. But you would never ask somebody. I don't know. In yeah. the nonchalance that you did, it yeah. was just absurd. I guess,
1: I guess I'm just I'm just that natural. You know, I just don't. I didn't think about it. My mom. Okay, can I can I give some backstory now? Go ahead. I mean. <laughs> My parents went to this this nudist camp. This, actually, let's let's change it up right there then. This is what we called naturism in France, and especially like for that camp, I think that this applies more than nudism, which for me feels. What's the more, difference? I feel like. It, Naturism, if I'm going to say it in the English way, would be more like you're naked, but it's not the whole point. The point is to be in your natural as your natural self in nature, communing with nature in some way. I feel like there's other ways of doing nudism. But they can be more in like cities or, or like in, there's a whole city in France that's actually nudist. My uncle this is a French lives thing. there. I
0: knew it's a French thing. My
1: uncle lives <laughs> there and, and we've.
0: The uncle with the sweet mustache? Yes, yes. Oh man.
1: <laughs> and uh, yeah, so my mom was telling me because she's been there. I haven't been there. Uh, but it's like the whole town is nudist and. All the time? Yeah.
0: Do they work in the nude? Do you go to the office in the nude?
1: I don't know. I don't know. I think it's more of a resorty place, you know. Okay, so, so it's like I don't kinda th- retired. Yes, yes, definitely. But I think it's like I get the sense that you're not naked everywhere. You're like half dressed everywhere and you can be topless and all these things, and then you're naked on the beach. Okay. So that's more of the vibe that seems to be happening. And then it's also and and this is where it differs. And this is so naturism is nudism but nudism is not necessarily naturism does that make any sense yeah
0: these are all nuances that went way beyond me when you asked me hey do you want to be naked with your mother-in-law for two <laughs> days and let's camp next to each other like did not give a shit if it was naturism <laughs> no, or no, nudism I that just, does not matter i
1: just want to be clear here because i'm gonna tell the story i don't know
0: which one was weirder by the way like that i was gonna see your mother-in-law naked or that She was going to see me naked. Yeah. Or that you were going to be there as well. You know, like with all that. It's just like, this is a situation I never thought I'd be in, you know? (laughs) All right, right, go ahead. Sorry.
1: So my parents found this place like 40 years ago. It's like a camp. Imagine the most picturesque, like Provence type back countryside French camp. However, you want to call it lavender fields. We're talking like Van Gogh. This is
0: where Van Gogh spent a lot of his time. That kind of place. Just imagine
1: rolling hills. You take the car. You go up and down. You go through the Mediterranean.
0: It's very Mediterranean.
1: You go through like amazing little villages with the church and the fountain in the center, and it's like the cicadas in the summer. It's 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 paradise. And then you take a turn, and you take a few like. Shoe shoelaces turn. Or? It's
0: literally a turn off a road that just went through lavender fields and vineyards yeah. through a small village. Yeah, that's the kind of yeah. So
1: just imagine taking your car down there, and then imagine forty years ago because it was a little different than now. And you go down this dirt path for like ten minutes where you can only really go super slow, and then you reach. A tiny little blue tent you know one of those like high tents where you can actually stand under like kind Mm -hmm. of those festival Mm -hmm. tents and here are two young 20 something maybe early 30s a married couple naked behind the desk
0: okay i didn't see any young 20 something couples i'm a little disappointed I'm a little disappointed.
1: This was 40 years ago, <laughs> Alistair. You can't have everything. We, we can't have the internet and the hippie 70s vibe. You know, that just can't happen.
0: I always miss it by a decade or two. <laughs> you know, I miss the 60s. I miss the... Uh, uh, very disappointing.
1: So my parents ended up in this in this gorgeous camp for their honeymoon. That was their honeymoon. I think they went on honeymoon for like a week. It was like in 75-ish, 70, maybe 78, something like this. And it was really at the time just tense along this gorgeous riverside. And you go down into a gorge, basically, and you're on the river and you just have like the mountains or the the little, I don't know how you would call this. Kind of cliffs. Cliffs, yeah. Cliffs surrounding you and the trees are shimmering with the sunshine, you know? It's like there's a breeze and then all the leaves are moving and then the sun it's, is hitting them. It's
0: like they're kind of waving to you and it makes this beautiful kind of blurry pattern outline. Uh, it, there's nothing that brings joy into my soul more than those trees. I, are they... What kind of trees? And it's are they? like
1: I don't know the name of the trees, but they have leaves that are like more green on one side and then almost like silvery on yeah, the back side. Yeah, on the side. back.
0: And they're like little tokens. Yeah. They're they're probably like the size of a silver dollar, maybe a little bit bigger than that. And they and the, when the wind blows them, they go back and forth and so you get both sides and it's just it's beautiful.
1: <sighs> it's that that riverside is paradise. So my parents stumbled onto this place. I don't know how they decided to go do nudism. I think my dad was just interested in the idea and my mom was a little freaked out. But they decided to go because they were curious. Your mom was a
0: little freaked out.
1: Yeah. Things, see? Things Things, change. Things change. And it became kind of a family tradition. So my parents loved it so much that we ended up going fairly often when we were kids. I have pictures of me on that river bank as a, as a two year old. I have. Hope I those have, aren't on the internet. No, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> I, re- I remember, I'm, pa- I'm painting a childhood picture here. Just, um, and I remember. Going out with my, so we'd stay in this like mobile home for maybe a week or two weeks in the summer. And I remember my mom taking me as like a two or three year old and, and Sasha, my little brother, and like a carrier or something. And we'd just go out and we'd go and pick fresh thyme off the cliff at like sunset. And then we'd make a tea with it in the evening. So like the smell of fresh thyme will always, always forever remind me of this place. If you
0: season your food with Herbes de Provence. This is where they come from.
1: Yes. This is exactly where they come from. The whole place
0: smells like Herbes de Provence.
1: This is the best place on the face of the earth.
0: It's magical. It's
1: wonderful. So I've been doing that for a while. We kind of stopped going for about 10-ish years because we were living in Reunion Island off the coast of Madagascar, so it's not like we had a lot of opportunities to come back and and go to this camp. So when I came back, I was a teenager, and that was a little hard. That was a little bit harder, and I remember just covering up a lot more, which is tolerated for teenagers, and I think overall more tolerated these days because... People are just less okay with being in the nude than in the 70s. Like the young generation just tends to be naked more by the water and maybe wear like a little sarong around their hips, which I don't like. Honestly, I just think like if you're going to a naturist place, just be naked. Everyone else is naked no one cares if you're naked but anyways side note so this is normal this is a thing that me and my family do my mom has been going more over the last few years and the last time I went with her was like three years ago and when we knew we were gonna be in that area for my brother's wedding anniversary she was like oh by the way they're gonna close at the end of the month of September." Um, I was thinking it could be fun to go and camp for two nights there. Like it will be the back season and it will be really cheap, like 20 euros a night to camp. And, uh, we can just pitch a tent and spend a couple of days. Would you, would you be interested in doing that? And so I was like, Oh, I'll check with Alistair.
0: Again, neither her or her mom thought this might be a weird
1: ask. Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess, I, I mean, I guess I had a feeling that it might be, but also, I've had other partners in the past where I never would have asked. I guess on some level, I know that you're weird enough that I can ask you this, you know, <laughs> or that you're curious and, 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 you know, exploratory, ex- like explorer enough that, that you would consider it. But your reaction was pretty strong of like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, <laughs> what are you asking me, woman? So. Plus, it's always hard to ask Alistair to go do anything that is not work-related. I feel like it's just like, hey, let's take some time off work. Mm-hmm. We? Should we? I don't know if it's a good idea. I, I always feel like it's hard to ask you for that. And so your reaction was pretty strong. And I felt like it was done. You know, I felt like that was a no. But... Now the seed was planted in my mind. I wanted to go. I I haven't been in 3 years and more than that, it's a place that holds a piece of my soul. I wanted you as my newly husband to see this place for yourself and to to experience the vibe cuz you can't the vibe is in, is really incredible.
0: I think that was one of the more motivating parts was that you made it pretty clear that it was an important place for you and your mom and I figured, all right, well to be a, a way to score some points. and
1: No, no. The real reason. No, no,
0: no. I was going to get to that. I was <laughs> going to get to that. Okay. That was part of the reason, right? Like, I thought, I was like, okay, this could be a way to deepen our connection. But the other reason, and yeah, probably the bigger reason, was like, this would be a good story for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, I think I went. Yeah. I, I think there was a higher chance I say no if we weren't doing the podcast, because I was just like, how could I, how can you give up going to a nudist camp? with your French mother in law <laughs> for the first time.
1: It's almost like a journalist Yeah, you, know, you like just like you can't
0: it. you can't let that story go. Yeah. I would regret it for the rest of my life. <laughs> I have to go. I I'm fucked. It's too good a story not to go. <laughs> that's that's what happened.
1: So I like at first you said I felt like your no was pretty clear, and I came back to my mom and I told her like, "Yeah, I don't think this is gonna work out because Alistair's feeling pretty uncomfortable about the idea of like going with you and just being naked with you and being naked in general." And she was like, "Oh, I didn't consider that." <laughs> <laughs> I remember still myself thinking like, "Yeah, you could have considered that." You know, like, this is not... I just... He's like, what
0: planet is she on? You know, this is...
1: When you use Now that you've gone, <clears throat> tell me that... Tell me if there's been anything... Like, did you even register that she was naked? Or, you know, like, is there...
0: Yeah, I did.
1: Yeah, okay, okay. Was it as awkward as you thought it was going to be?
0: No, no, it, it really wasn't. But I think it was just... It was just the obliviousness of... <laughs> of uh the cultural difference there. Yes. Uh, that that was just it was a, it was ridiculous.
1: Well, I'm I'm really glad that you said yes. I really am because I think we ended up having a good time, and it was nice to go and hang out with my mom a little bit. And I really enjoyed going there with you and taking you there.
0: It was a lot of fun. So I would say that the 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 toughest part was derobing you you and your mom so we so we pull into a campsite and we got lucky we got the campsite right in the middle of everything so everyone gets to walk by our campsite on their way to the beach uh and everyone's naked at this point and that's not that weird to me i don't know it's it's okay yeah. i i was i was fairly comfortable with it and you and your mom get out of the car and we've got all this stuff like food and tent two tents to set up and you know, I'm thinking in my head. Well, I'll set up the tents first. No need to get naked before. You know, I might be it might be a little unflattering if I'm like bending over, like nailing in stakes, naked with your mom and stuff. No, you and your mom just get naked. Like, get out of the car. Boom. So naked. first,
1: this this is what you do. This is what I do. It's like I get there, and it's like boom. I'm I'm naked. I'm I'm gonna be in the element. I'm gonna milk it for as long as I'm there. And then also, this is like mid September, and the weather is just. It's hot. I'm happy to be naked. Yeah. So I I get undressed as soon as we so get out. Like, and, and I'm just
0: like, well, maybe we should set up the tents first. But <laughs> no, no time for that. So you two are naked and now I'm clothed and everyone else is naked. And so so there's starting to become like, you know, it's it's like it signals that like you're new or you're <laughs> not totally comfortable with this. And, and that just, you know, when you do that it starts to make things like more more weird or yeah. intense. Yeah. And then lo and behold I didn't see this one coming but I started getting heckled by my wife for someone who who's supposed to be like you know like so considerate and empathetic and like encouraging and asks for that all the time which I'm happy to provide. Yeah. You start kind of kind of teasing me and 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 pushing me
1: I was I was definitely I I I apologized for doing that because I'm I'm sorry I really am um I just I think I was very stressed that like all of a sudden you were gonna come to me and be like to this is complete madness there's no way I'm undressing you guys are fucking out of your mind let's pack up and go you know, like, I was worried that, like, you were feeling uncomfortable and that you were just not going to get into it or something. I, I guess I was just feeling a stress that you didn't seem to have that much. No,
0: I, I actually wasn't very stressed. I was just kind of taking my own time. Yeah, yeah. But then I was, uh, you You were making these kind of, like,
1: yeah.
0: tough comments. Like, yeah. uh, I, I don't remember exactly what you said, but you're like, you know, everyone else is naked. Yeah. like... Well, come on. (laughs) Yeah,
1: I I think that's also the, that's also the side that I shared a little earlier, which is I don't like when people like are not naked in the camp. I feel like then it, it can create a sense. I feel like the way naturism, nudism can work is if everyone is naked. Otherwise, there's always a feeling that like you're, it's weird. If, if someone's clothed, I feel like it can just, I don't know, it's like Adam and Eve, you know, all of a sudden she wants to cover up and he's like, oh, maybe I should cover up too, you know? So there's like that sense and I think I was just wanting to avoid you being that person for people who were walking by and seeing us. But ultimately, you took your time and I should have been more considerate and I apologize.
0: I think on a nudist camp, you should be able to be nude or not nude as you like, like, right? Like that should be like... It's an accepting place, right, for people to be as they want. Mm, okay. I, I don't know, maybe.
1: Depends on your philosophies. I can see that point being made. Anyway,
0: so finally, I think about 15, 20 minutes into it, your mom goes for a minute and I need to go to the bathroom. and The bathroom's up by the shop. There's like a, there's a little shop where everyone can go to get food and, and supplies. There's a restaurant next to it. There's some ping pong tables.
1: And imagine at this point, we're in the low season. So it's mainly like few old retired people. It's
0: mainly Germans and Dutch.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yes, that, for sure. They like, they like. They, they, love, they love it. it. Yeah, they yeah.
0: It. We saw one Brit, which was amazing. And then we <laughs> found out that he was with a French woman. And this made a lot of sense because I was the one American with a French woman. <laughs> So my but mom would
1: say there's a fair amount of brits though let's let's uh okay let's all throw right that so out. The,
0: the brits the uh, tip of the cap yeah. some of them come <laughs> but a lot of germans and dutch i feel like more than french almost yeah but, and definitely age range was like 40s and up 50s and up for sure even especially six, in september up. yeah yeah which you know I would like to see a
1: little more young people you in, in the full season in july and august there's a lot of families with kids a lot yeah. like that's the majority actually the old people don't come until later in the season because they don't want to be around all those families with kids yeah. so.
0: so i go up to the shop because there's some bathrooms there and uh, i go into one of the stalls decide okay well i'll use this stall as like a doorway like a, a you know kind of a threshold into this into yeah. this new weird life and so I'm taking off my clothes and like, now I'm naked in the stall and I have them in my hand and I turn around to walk out as you would when you're done going to the bathroom just normally and I open the door and like I'm a, leaning forward. <laughs> I'm about to walk out and then my brain's like, what are you doing, buddy? And all of a sudden, like, instinctually, I close the door and lock it. And I stand there, and I'm just like, what am I doing? I am naked. You know, it's so weird. My whole life, I've been programmed or taught that you don't walk out of public stalls naked. Yeah. You get arrested for that. Yeah, yeah. And here here I am, for the first time in my life, going to walk out into public, but naked. Yeah. I'm, I'm 32. It's the first time in my life I'm going to do this. There's a lot of wiring. There's a lot of things in my mind saying, don't do this. Yeah. this is, you're going to get tackled <laughs> and taken away, you know? <laughs> and that's how I felt. And I started sweating a little bit. And just like, you know, it's that inner dialogue. It's like, are you really going to do this? you Are not going to do this? What are we going to do? I'm naked in a stall. I need to leave the stall. <laughs> Come on, you just need to do this. I know, but it's kind of hard. <laughs> so that's all going on in my head. <laughs> And then it's like, it's kind of like jumping into a cold pool. You know, like you just have to do it at some point. Like you have to trick your body into going and, yeah. and, and you know, you know, you're going to scream for a moment and <laughs> it's going to be okay. And so I open the door and I walk out with confidence and I just strut down and no one does anything. No one reacts <laughs> that I'm naked.
1: It's so strange. You know, it's
0: just normal. It's okay. It's like, oh, all right. No one really cares that I'm naked. <laughs> No one cares but me.
1: Wow. I love it because you came down to the camp and I saw you and I was like, yay, awesome or something like that. And then you kept helping me setting up and whatever. And then my mom came back from wherever she went and, uh, and like, she started talking to me and, and like, she told me later that she didn't even compute you were naked for like the first five minutes. She didn't even realize that you were already naked because it's just, if all you see around you is flesh and no clothing at all, then it becomes the norm. And then it's when you see someone with clothing that it's actually weird.
0: Of course. Yeah, it's yeah, it, it does. And I will say that once you start. It was still a little weird that first day, like something to get used to, especially when we're like at camp, yeah. you know, and it's three of us were kind of like yeah. you know, making dinner and stuff. Yeah, and That's, um, you know, like I'm talking to your mom, she's sitting in a seat, like, three feet away, yeah, and I'm sitting cross-legged, and my dong's just hanging out, and I'm talking to your mom, I'm making eye contact with your mom, and out of my peripherals, I can see my penis. <laughs> That's weird, <laughs> you know? It's a little unsettling. It does sound
1: annoying. It's <laughs> a little unsettling. Yeah, yeah. That's
0: not a situation I ever wanted to have with a mother-in-law, you know? That's usually trouble if you're talking to... You know your girlfriend's parents, and you're naked. You're probably in trouble. I remember one time back in in college, I was with my girlfriend at the time. I remember hiding naked in the closet from her dad for like an hour. Ugh. You know, like
1: yeah, that that that's that's yeah, that's that's deep. Yeah.
0: So so it's it's just it's really weird, and I apparently it's definitely less weird in Europe. Like definitely, I yeah. Mean, Germans are pretty pretty comfortable with being naked I mean I, I've been with Germans and they just get naked and like whoa alright okay <laughs> they, they seem to have a, a, a healthier relationship yeah. with, with, with being nude in America this this the, it, far from it yeah. uh, I think we you know there's a lot you can say on that I, I will say another kind of interesting experience was when we went down to the beach uh, there's this gorgeous river that's just slowly winding through a gorge there's forests going up both sides and there's a nice little beach. The sun hits around 10 or 11, stays till, like, 4 or 5. And you have nice shaded spots. And, you know, you can I walked up the river, and you can see, like, kind of pretty large, like, lobster slash crayfish in the water. And there's fish, or, or a couple sorts of fish, and all sorts of birds and plants. It's is a paradise. It's
1: divine. It it's is a really nice place. Morning, the morning by the river is just... You feel called to meditate, even if you don't meditate or you don't do yoga, you feel called to do some sort of mindfulness practice. And
0: there definitely is a connection with being naked as you are in nature. There, oh. It's an experienced feeling where it's like, there is no, I am this yeah. and there is no boundary. I've not set up an artificial boundary between me and that. Yeah. I, I It's hard to put in words. It starts to sound like a little, but... It's true. Like being naked in nature and and experiencing it that way felt um, different.
1: It just it it feels extremely different when you're standing and there's a breeze and you can feel the breeze not just on your arms and legs but under your armpits, on your breasts, between your legs. It's very very different, and it also feels like something that it's like a it's it's almost like I remember it from how it must have been a long time ago to to actually, maybe not all the time, because like climate and stuff, but that it was more normal to be naked when we were more in a, in a tribal setting. And it's like there's a cellular remembering of like, oh, yes, being naked in nature.
0: There's also a humbling experience about it. <laughs> yeah. Because I started to realize all the different ways that Clothes kind of help you hide or mask yourself or kind of change, you know, like style. Like there's nothing to hide behind yeah. or to communicate with. Yeah. You just have your body, and your body is however it is. Yeah. And it was an interesting experience. Just to, I remember standing in the in the middle of the river, like up to my knees, and everyone's kind of on the on the beach. And by the way, you walk down for the first time, and as American. Like this is exactly what I thought was happening in weird parts of Europe. It looks like a, a naked hippie commune, you know, and everyone's speaking Dutch. The weirdest language. Dutch is the weirdest language. It's so You know, it's like all those consonants and stuff, it's just like, what? Uh Dutch people are really nice, so I will say that. I love the Dutch. They're, they're, they're some of the most friendly people, but that language, what the hell? Uh, anyway, and so you go down there, and it's just like just imagine whatever it is in your mind of a European place by in nature where everyone's getting naked, this weird hippie kind of commune. That was it. It felt like that. You go down, and you're like, whoa, this is weird. This is exactly what I thought Europeans did. Strange. And then I'm standing in the river, and I'm looking out in front of me. There's a couple of naked people swimming slowly through the water, and you know, there's this pretty big sheer cliff in front of us, and it's very very nice. And I'm just standing there naked. And I know there's like 20, 25 people on the beach behind me, you yeah. know, and there's a couple of people in front of me. And it's just, a, it, it was a strange sense of like vulnerabilities. Like there's an, I'm here, there's nothing to hide. Yeah. I have no clothes to hide in. I can't, you know, pretend to be something I'm not like, yeah. this is my body and I'm standing right here and. I don't know it was it was like a visibility that yeah, that yeah. was that was this is a, like I'm conceptually trying to explain it, but it was an experienced feeling that was what really stuck with me. It wasn't so much thought
1: I think this is when you realize that all you really ever have is your body and like your your posture your like physical and energetical posture how you show up because you see people walking all around the camp you see people coming down to the beach and it's funny to see all the shapes of bodies you know like it's funny we there's a few like younger people like around our age and it's funny to see how you know there's always a moments where a moment where bodies don't look great even the bodies that are the most like instagrammable or all these kind of thing, if they fit the beauty standards it's like then they turn a certain way and you see like a fleshy part that's like kind of blobbing out or you or you see the older crowd and you got like there were really, really tiny penises, like penises who, who had seemed to have gone through life.
0: And you really know? obese women.
1: Really big, big bellies. Uh, you saw like women who obviously had had c-sections and it's like it's like the 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 fat of the belly just goes dangles over that c-section scar and stuff like that but and it might sound kind of gross like said like this on audio if you're listening to this on a normal regular day where you're driving to work all closed but really the feeling of it is oh wow we're kind of all human and we all have this like fleshy bony muscular body and yeah, i mean it's
0: a it, we had taken off all the things we used to define ourselves and set up certain status and yeah. separate separate ourselves and put ourselves into categories and all that was gone yeah. and so it is a very different experience yeah. and you know it's funny because i did find myself comparing it to like a lot of what goes on in the us and it's like you know the makeup instagram and all the different angles and the clothes and the posturing and all of that is gone you know like you're going to be seen at angles that aren't going to look great yeah and you're seeing people at angles that aren't going to look great and it's okay because that's who we are it was just this feeling of like no one's hiding here yeah no one's hiding here we're not trying to to pretend or or we're not trying to hide all the flaws we're not trying to ignore them or pretend they don't happen. Yeah. And it was a striking contrast between most of my life in Californian culture, which yeah. <laughs> you're try- all the time you're trying to draw, at least you're trying to draw attention away from those places if you're not outright hiding them or augmenting them. Yeah. And to be in a place where where none of that's happening, it was definitely very uh, provoking and and in a way, relieving, I think.
1: Yeah, I like this word. I agree. I, I This was the first time that I went there and reflected as much on, on how it felt. And honestly, like the, because also three years ago, I didn't have the same self-awareness as I have now. I didn't have the same like tools and vocabularies. And there's a deep sense of relaxation that comes from like not having to hide anything. You know, it's like, In in the real world, when I'm closed and stuff, if I eat too much and my belly looks like too big for my taste, I'm going to try to pick the clothes and a posture that's going to make sure that that doesn't show. When I'm over there, it's like, well, I ate too much. It's going to go away in a couple of hours. Until then, I'm naked. There's nothing to do to hide it.
0: There's a whole level of mental activity that gets taken offline. Because it just doesn't, doesn't belong there. There's no use for it.
1: So true. So true. And you take that, and that comes from being naked but being surrounded by other naked people because it's not just about being naked with clothes people around doesn't feel the same way at all no, it's
0: definitely inspiring to be with other people naked
1: <laughs> yeah yeah and i think there's that element and then there's the nature element uh, the the sense of communion i mean it, on the monday morning which was the only real morning we had there though we only had a real full day there and the sun in the morning is not too hot and you can actually lie, like bathe in the sun. And I turned my body towards the sun and feeling the sun on your genitalia is something that never happens. We never have the opportunity to do that. There's rarely a setting in normal life where that's happening. And I think, I think that is so sad. I think we I think the closest
0: we get is like tanning tanning
1: booths (laughs) yeah 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 and that's not sun you know that's like that's just I just think that that plays a big part in our mental health you know we hear all these things about oh you need to spend time outdoors vitamin d and all these things like yeah vitamin d is you get better vitamin d if you're all naked and you absorb it through every part of your body and so, it, it's unless you're a redhead,
0: then you just get sunburns. No, I could the not,
1: morning, morning sun. Yeah. But yeah,
0: there was a realization really early on. I was like, oh, I don't, this is a really economic decision for a redhead because now I'm usually trying to stay out of the sun. And yeah. now I have to sunscreen my whole body, you know, and, yeah. and like you're there all day yeah. in the sun. And it's just like, that takes a lot of sunscreen.
1: Well, we moved to the shade because there's a point. It was 34 degrees Celsius. So that's like a hundred degrees Fahrenheit in the afternoon. We didn't stay in the sun. That's even for a brunette like me. That's suicide. Although apparently my mom said that this is the first time in 40 years she's been there that she's actually found a spot in the shade because we were in the shade. It's like, well, that's <laughs> just take care of yourself. God damn it. So we next time we go, we'll bring an umbrella. Because we didn't have an umbrella this time. And that was a mistake.
0: Something else strange about the experience that dawned on me somewhere at the pool, I think, when there's, like, you know, 40 people at the pool all naked, is that i probably seen, like, I probably saw, I saw more naked bodies in that, like, 36-hour period than I've seen in my entire life. And probably a multiple, like, like maybe 5X, you know? <laughs> It's it was a lot of naked bodies all at once just boom boom and of all like shapes sizes so ages much, yeah. you know from like kids to much older generations yeah people I've never seen naked in my life you know what I mean or yeah. not that I recall so it was a lot of sensory information uh, and that that was definitely kind of interesting it's just like just realizing. Something that's so natural to us, something that we all are comfortable with, well, at least we all experience all the time with ourselves being naked, is something we rarely experience about other people. We don't see other people yeah. naked. And, you know, some of us, maybe the more adventurous ones, see more people naked, but usually they tend to be the people we're attracted to. Yeah. It's not just the like the whole kind of snapshot of of society. And I found it was just interesting to see so many naked bodies in such a short time and just to realize, like, whoa, I just saw more naked bodies than I've seen my whole life.
1: Yeah, that, that when you said that, it was like, oh, yeah, I guess that's that's a big milestone or that's big, you and know?
0: I don't know. I I don't know what that says about the way <laughs> we live these days.
1: It's interesting, you know, like what you're saying is that, yeah, we have a relationship with our naked body. Like we take showers and we we are naked ourselves fairly often i guess but it's all behind like doors and it's kind of interesting to think that this is how we're born we're not born with clothes we don't come out of the womb like all neatly like packaged in those little cutesy baby clothes and it's kind of i don't know what that says i just know that i feel extremely happy and a lot more free when i'm naked and definitely happier if i'm like surrounded by other people feeling the same way Like there's a sense of freedom that it that comes from being, and it's like it's not like people come up to you and talk to you about oh it's great to be naked huh isn't that amazing you know like it's not kind of odd it's just people are just going about their day there was a couple that came every morning with their bikes and started playing badminton and because it's early in the morning and it's a little chillier still they had just the top. Uh, part of their clothes. So they just had like a hoodie and then naked in the, in, in like no pants, nothing. And then they would start playing badminton and then they'd get undressed. And then you just see all the way the body bounces. Everything bounces as you jump. And it's kind of fascinating and amazing. It's not like you stare like a pervert, but it's like, Oh man, our bodies are so cool. And we hide that all the time. It's so sad. <laughs> more nakedness please I'd like that
0: I'll say one last thing is that uh I did find that after the trip I felt like I had x-ray vision We (laughs) (laughs) we were at the train station and I felt like I could see everyone naked you know like that one was of course we were back in back in the real world but felt like I could
1: yeah I'd like you to speak just very quickly on the whole I feel like one thing that happens with nudism and with like being naked is it's very sexualized like people think that when you're naked it's something that has to do only with sex and well because for most of us it kind of is is. at
0: least if it's going to be shared nakedness. yes
1: yes it is but i think and this this probably was one of your fears how did you feel about that during the the 36 hours we were there
0: yeah so i think like the classic fear for men is i'm going to get an erection and then yeah uh, I I I kind of knew that wasn't going to happen. Yeah, you know you don't you don't like I don't know. I wasn't too worried about that actually happening, but it is definitely a thought that crosses your head. Yeah, like, that would really suck. But <laughs> I I think I don't know. I I enjoyed it. It it was definitely a challenge. I definitely would not have done it on my own. Yeah, I had no real interest in exploring it until. It was brought up and then only it was really for for our listeners in, yeah. a, in a way. Like it was just like, yeah. oh, because I have an interest in stories. Yeah, it yeah, be yeah. a good yeah, story. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. If if I didn't have that, I still don't think I'm interested. Yeah. But I really enjoyed it. I was very thought-provoking. It made me think a lot about my life and one of the major assumptions or some of the major assumptions that I carry around that we should all be wearing clothes. Yeah. And just all the ways clothes inner kind of all the ways they influence our relationships and the ways they signal status kind of, you know, and, and all the different messages they say. And when you take all that off, you don't get those messages anymore. And, and it's kind of gone. Yeah. And in a similar way, an internal thing happens when you're not worrying about, you know, or what you're wearing or what you're hiding or what you're changing. That's gone, too. and. Yeah. It really, it was not weird. After after the initialness of it, it was totally natural. And I felt comfortable just like everyone else. And really being there with your mom was not a problem at all. Mm. I'd like to go back with just you. I think that would also be interesting. Yeah, I'd like that. But it was only probably strange to me for 20 to 30 minutes. And then it was fine. Yeah. And, and there's something else that happens where it's just like, man, if you want to slow down, go to a nudist camp. Because... Yeah. It just slows you down. It's almost like you you took a drug and you're just like Like,
1: definitely you
0: you just because I guess what things can you do in the normal world naked you're not going to check social media you're not going to work like go back in your email or work on that thing for that that project back at work yeah like those ideas don't when you're naked it's like okay not time for that yeah, you know and yeah. it also feels even weird to, yeah. to do that stuff kind of
1: I had to be on the call with a few different things on over the weekend and it took me out of the experience completely I remember having this thought at one point like oh I'm talking to someone on the phone who's clothed and I'm naked. And, like, I knew that, like, it didn't feel right. It didn't feel right. And it didn't feel like that's what I wanted to be doing. I didn't want to be on the phone dealing with something. I wanted to be naked. And it's weird
0: that that thought even happens. Right, right. So... Yeah, I'm really grateful for the experience. I definitely think I would do it again. Yeah. Uh, and I could see it being a fun place to uh, as a family. Oh, to, man,
1: the kids are yeah. like... I mean, I have exquisite memories as a kid there. It's amazing, you know? You just... You, you're whoever you are and... And honestly, teenagers also have a great time. And it's funny because I remember meeting a dude there who had a teenage daughter and she had found a couple of other teenagers to hang out with, as everyone does when they're on holidays, like in those kind of settings. And and I remember asking him, like, don't you feel worried? Because she obviously was hitting it off with one of the boys and and they were maybe like 15 or 16. And I was like, don't you feel a little worried? And he was like, you know what? They're actually less prone to have anything happen because we're at a nudist camp. It's like it creates a, a mental barrier that like it's almost not OK to to be it. I felt kind of I was way less uh, physically close to you during our time there because mm-hmm. You don't want to be t- it it can get so intense so fast. You also don't want to put anyone in a in a weird vibe where if you see someone like kissing and they're naked it's not the same as seeing someone kissing people kissing in the street when they're clothes. so i actually was way i'm usually pretty uh needy on the physical touch front and i wasn't that much during our time there and and so i just thought that was interesting on the teenager front just just that little piece um yeah one thing that i really loved that we did uh, at the end of the of the day the the full day we had there is it had been a long day for many reasons and i had a i had a great time but i was also pretty tired but there's this cliff that people go up and jump into the river from because the river's pretty deep at this part of the river and uh, and you said all right let's go let's let's jump from there and I was like, dude, I'm. It's the end of the day, I'm tired. I don't know. And then I was like, yeah, I kind of want to conquer this, you know. So we put our clothes, our shoes on, our clothes, our shoes on, and we went and like we we climbed up the cliff, and boy, was it higher than I thought it was when we were there, when we were up there, and you kind of like didn't think about it and jumped and i screamed like a like a crazy person and also when people jump it's the activity right so like everyone on the beach kind of stops and looks not in a pressuring way but you know curious something's, curiosity. Happening, something's yeah. happening so When we were up there, I could feel everyone was like had stopped and was looking at us and you jumped and then I was alone up there.
0: It's probably about 20, 25 feet high, I would say.
1: (laughs) She said, my mom said that she heard people saying it's seven or eight meters. So I don't know how much that does. That translates
0: to about that. yeah. Yeah.
1: So you jumped and then and then I was kind of stuck up there. It was really intense. It was really high. I, I, I was trying to overthink it and like, just, okay, I'm going to take a little, a few steps back and then I'm going to run up. There's no, like, there's no way to have a few steps back. That's what's hard is you actually just have to jump, which is in a way even harder because I can trick my body into running and then jumping because I already have momentum but no momentum at all it was terrifying it's kind
0: of like walking out of a bathroom stall naked for the first time in public
1: right it's just like (laughs) there's like an (laughs) invisible
0: wall you're trying to like bust through you just don't know why it's like why I feel like I'm stuck in the
1: ground so much and it was like it was kind of a great culminating point for what I realized was is a very spiritual experience being in the elements like this naked with my fellow human people and everyone was quiet. I probably was up there for twenty minutes before it, I yeah. ended up jumping. And they had
0: given me a round of applause yes. when I when I jumped. Yes. I got a nice nice round that, of applause. Which is
1: kinda nice. And then I was like alone and I could feel everyone like energetically encouraging me to do it every time I made a step there were like a couple of kids that were making that were like you know being kids and every time I made a step like I was gonna jump the mom would be like shh shh you know so it's like this (laughs) dead silence and I was, was like this is not something you can think about this is not something you can overcome mentally just take a step and you're and you know I didn't want to come down like i didn't want to come down the way i came up because it's it was also scary and i really like i would have felt pretty defeated and i remember having this moment on top of this cliff where like i looked ahead i saw those trees that were doing the
0: the shimmering
1: the moving you know it's like it's it's almost "Ah, like they're saying like yay julie roxie so glad you're here yay And then, and the sun was like setting. It was the end of the day. You knew people were having apéro at some in some place in the camp, and I felt a warm breeze. And I just thought, like, I I noticed that my brain was completely empty. I had there was no thoughts, nothing. I just felt the breeze through every part of my body, and and I think it took me a couple of longer breaths after that. But I ended up like jumping I screamed the entire way down <laughs> it felt like I fell for ages
0: and you got like a little bit of a forward lean on which I was a little concerned when yeah. you hit the water because it was just it was just like smack and yeah I like, ooh,
1: it, it could have hurt it, I don't it, know my boobs my under boobs like slapped the slapped the water but beyond that I was screaming people were clapping as I was falling and then I came out of the water I was like I came out of the jump and I was like floating in the water, shaking, and I could hear everyone clapping in the distance. And I was just like, my, I came out of the water, and my mom was in tears. She was like, I almost walked out. I was so, it was too much. It was too intense. And it's just like, <sighs> what a strong feeling of like being powerful and in nature in that way. It, it was amazing. And we've been thinking, a lot about why we do these podcasts recently. And I think, especially with a topic like today, it's like, why? What's the value in, in sharing this? Why Why are we doing it? And
0: Besides it being a good story.
1: But yeah, besides it being probably entertaining and interesting, I just think what I really want to do with this is encourage you as a listener, encourage you to... Tap into what you want to explore and what what it is that you want to do. I don't think we are sharing our stories from a dogmatic point of view in any way, or at least we're trying not to, which sometimes can be a temptation to do so.
0: I think we're trying to avoid two traps of this kind of storytelling, which is one, telling you that our story should be your story and that this is how it should be for you. So confusing our world with yours. Yeah. But then there's another trap which is just kind of getting kind of uh like drunk with our own world yeah. and 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 just telling it for like a hey look at me, right? Yeah. Like this kind of it's kind of a tightrope yeah. this podcast to walk in between those two areas where it's like telling you you should and hey look at me and and trying to share these stories as a way to I I guess lead by example and kind of give some in some guiding light or some inspiration for living in your own life not to do not to go to a nudist camp with your mom or your mother-in-law
1: <laughs> unless you really want to you know that's I think that's the yeah, yeah, yeah. that's the thing it's like we share our, ex- our experiences so you can reflect on what's interesting to you and what is not and decide from there what you want to do and what you want to implement what you want to explore and what you want to leave aside because you don't agree with it i think ultimately i mean i'm a very feeling person and ultimately what i want you for you the the listener is i want you to know that i care about you and i care that you're like going on your own journey with this life and i care that you're happy and and healthy and and thriving and that you actually feel like you're self-actualizing and growing in the ways you want to be growing and what I'm really thankful for is that so far all the feedback that we've gotten from people on these on these episodes on this still very young podcast is that this is how people feel is that they feel encouraged to reflect on their own lives and figure out how they want to live going forward.
0: And I think that's my deepest hope for this podcast. And if we're able to achieve, I think makes it worthwhile is that it's some sort of signpost or a guiding light for you in finding a life that's more authentic for you, a life that's more yours uh, and that, that, that you live by kind of your own rules and and, and beliefs. And I think uh, we take a lot of kind of pot shots at things on, the, on this podcast, but I, I think really what I'd like to inspire people to do is think. Think about your life. Reflect on it. And, uh... We love you. Yeah. I guess we do.
1: Love you, beautiful human. Oh, thank you for listening.
0: Thank you, listener. And a little fun fact about today's episode is... <laughs> We recorded it naked!
1: We're naked! It's really hot still, so we thought, why not? And
0: thank God I did not get an erection during this podcast.
1: Uh (laughs) 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 Yes, I guess we we avoided that. Really weird stuff happening. Yes. (laughs) Thank God!
0: (laughs) I'm just thinking of all the people that listen to this now. Oh, no! (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> anyway.
1: Anyway.
0: If you enjoyed this podcast,
1: you know what to do. First of all, because we always forget to say it, if you wanna look for the show notes of any of our episodes, future, present, past, all of them, they are at the faroutpodcast.com.
0: That's where this podcast lives.
1: That is where it lives.
0: So go check it out. And if you want to support this podcast which we would appreciate so much, you can subscribe.
1: Mm.
0: If you have not subscribed already, why don't you just hit that
1: subscribe button? I think, honestly... Why not? Yeah, I think at this point, I'm realizing we, we came out with a social media episode a few weeks ago, and we are both not on social media at the moment because I'm taking an Instagram break for my mental health. And... It's going really well. Thank you for asking. And uh, (laughs) I think actually one of the ways that you would help us a lot, a lot, is sharing the episodes that resonate with you. If they resonate with you, chances are they will resonate with someone else in your close group. And I would highly ask of you that you share it.
0: Yeah, share it with uh, someone you think will uh, enjoy it
1: or, or well, directly just on your social media uh, I think uh, that, that is a good way to help us the last way to help us is to leave us a review we feel pretty content because we've read two reviews this morning and reviews not only give us better visibility on the, the research engines and all these things but they also make us extremely happy and, <laughs> and remind us why we're doing this podcast so thank you and it helps everyone. us get to
0: know you listener oh so.
1: yeah Which is a bonus.
0: So thank you again for being here. Thank you. And uh, we'll talk again next week.
1: See you next week. Toodles.
0: Toodles. And then soon we